All right, all right, all right. What it is, what it is, it's your boy Karma, aka Hip Hop Karma, aka the host with the most. We on the uh, random podcast show. I got a special guest today. We're let's go, let's go. Away, you know what I'm saying? Well, let's talk about it. Can they hear it? Yeah, they can hear it. What's happening? What's happening, homie? So, boy, it's your boy, man. Mitchy Slick. What's happening with it? That's right. That's right. So, so I wanted to talk about allegedly the sense of of. How long you been doing this shit? Who you've actually worked with? I didn't want to do any name dropping right off the top, but mm-hmm. since you want to get into it, we gonna get right into it. I want to say, uh, what was the first song that you did that actually got put out? Like the first song that actually went from in the studio to out to the streets. Like you remember your the, first song? The crazy shit is the first. I was over there recording with uh, some homies over there, the homies over there at Bottom Up Records. And um, I used to, you know, be begging to get on little songs and shit. And um, we made a few songs, but I went and um, did my own demo next door at another producer studio on me. And um, I put out, I put a three song demo out. And that's the one that I could basically say officially was in the streets. Cause I took that up to LA around a few places on me and that's what actually got people interested in hearing my music not on a very big scale but you know back then it was about making demos and shit you know what I'm saying I had a pretty dope or so the songs was um, it was three songs one was called I Got It Made it was a uh, it was a uh, special air remix okay and so you jacking beats back then too back then yeah yeah okay okay I mean this is like shit this is like 98 bro right 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 and um I got it made, and that that was the that was the main one, bro. So from there, but then you know, it, it went fast because the next maybe sixteen, seventeen songs I made after that was my album Trigger Registration that everybody know. Boy. I probably only made five or six songs all together, even features included, before I made Trigger Registration. Before we get into that, what's the gap between those first three songs of Trigger Registration? How long are we talking a period? It might have been six months. It might have been. Maybe a year, because it took me a year to put the record together. Because we put the record together for real. We put we put Trigger Registration together for real. Two-inch reels and everything. We was mixing it on knee boards and let's, shit like that. Let's go back to this three-song project. Mm-hmm. It's not like it is today where it's digital. You can put this shit out on SoundCloud. You can put this shit out on This iTunes. shit was on the fucking cassette. Homie. That's what I was about to ask. This How shit was on the cassette. This shit wasn't even on no CD. Yeah, yeah. This shit was a because motherfuckers were still using ADATs and DATs and shit. Right, right, right. right. I came ADAT. DAT was like right before ADAT, and then I went to ADAT. So cutting in was like. <laughs> it was serious. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. You needed a second there to cut that shit and <laughs> yeah. put that shit together in the studio. I still can't even imagine how they were doing that shit back then. That shit was serious. That shit's crazy. But soon after that, the game changed. Soon. So, so I seen, I seen uh, Trigger Action Station Digital. I seen it as a CD. That's right. how I first came across. That, that's how I first came out. That's how. So that. Yeah. So when Trigger Extra Station first came out on the CD for okay. sure. That okay. it wasn't that fucking ancient. You know what I'm saying? So right. It was. It was most definitely a CD, and it was most definitely mixed for real. It wasn't none of that homie mix your shit. Everybody didn't say they could mix. You had to go to a fucking engineer and get your shit mixed and mastered. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Bernie Grumman, you know, Big Bass and all them motherfuckers mastered my shit. It wasn't no shortcuts. It wasn't no do it at home yourself. You know what I'm saying? 
producers was producers. Right. Everybody didn't make beats and shit. Right. Only motherfuckers that had been making beats right. made beats back right. then. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no program. You was on an NPC, you was on an Insonic EPS, and then after that soon came Triton. It wasn't that straight to computer fruity loop shit yeah, at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know I sound ancient, but that wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That wasn't that fucking long ago. Shit, that shit. Y'all don't know. The music shit is, is fast. Fast, 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 fast. The technology is yeah. fast, fast. CDs is gone already. CDs is gone. For all you young motherfuckers that think you so young, and you motherfuckers was listening to CDs, motherfucker, and they gone <laughs> now, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's gone. right. That's right. You feel me? That's right. And, and it's crazy because everything's Bluetooth now, shit like that. Okay, right. so let's, let's, let's just randomly jump into that real quick. What's your take on on how the music is nowadays. It, it was a whole different game back then. Back then you had to do physical shit. You had to get out there and physically meet people hand to hand. There was no emails. There was no YouTube. There was no right. shit like that. Right. Nowadays, you could shoot a video with your cell phone right. and put that shit up and it go. Who was paying 7000 and $8,000 for videos back then, bro? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Motherfuckers wasn't shooting no real videos, and if you tried it at home with your little camera, it wasn't HD. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. HD had came out, and then motherfuckers went crazy as soon as HD camcorders came out. Right, and shit. right. You know what I'm saying? But nah, it was a process, homie. Like I paid a thousand dollars and mix every song on Trigger Station. Damn, how, how many songs was that? It was like probably like sixteen, seventeen songs on there. 16, 17, I paid like almost twenty thousand just mixing, just for that. Off my first project when I didn't even know what I was doing. Right, right. Now. I'm going to bounce around everywhere with this. Your first project, was it self-funded from the first project that did three songs? Or no. was it like, we just going to keep going in? No, we're going to keep going in. You had to keep going in. That money was gone. We didn't make no money off none of that shit. We spent dope. But we did spend dope. I'm not saying act like we didn't spend dope. We spent, hum- we, spent, we spent dope. It was, it was a couple homies included. And I spent my own motherfucking money too. Mm-hmm. And I know 500, some thousands and thousands right. of my own money. Right. Even though I had a label I was working with, I still spent thousands of dollars of my own money traveling, promoting, touring, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? When you were recording at Bottom Up Records, was that prior to Wrong Kind? Was that like before yes. Wrong Kind existed? Yeah. Okay. Wrong Kind came from after I left from San Diego for a while, start working in LA with Sir Jinx, legendary Sir Jinx, undisputed okay. legend, Sir Jinx. Okay. And from that, that's where I actually learned how to make an album, how to do skits, how to make sure the shit was mixed right, the flow, and, and I learned how to make an album from the same motherfucker that was making the biggest albums at the time, making Ice Cube albums. I mean, had prior to that, made right. Ice Cube albums, you know what I'm saying, legendary right. shit. So that's why I sat there. I didn't get to learn from the homies, you know, I learned I went straight from making my demo to learning from the number one motherfuckers on the whole entire West Coast on how to make music and make records. How how did you how did you go from doing three fucking tracks right. to meeting somebody like Sir Jinx with a project and doing this shit like so official? Because I'm tell you straight up, straight up. Shout out to the big homie DJ Jam. DJ okay. Jam was um was was the connection. What it was is my big brother Black Reese from FMG, wrong kind. Fucked around and um, got off the pen. Hollered at the homie DJ Jam. DJ Jam was DJing for you know Snoop. Yeah. And fucking Dr. Dre. Chronic tour shit. Chronic tour shit. And was like slick. Jam said we need to go fuck with Sir Jinx. I went to fuck with Sir Jinx at the time. Sir Jinx was working on Forty Days and Forty Nights for Exhibit. And the first day I went to LA, I met everybody. Wow. I met DJ Latin. I met DJ Pool. I met Mac Ten. I met Del C. I met X. I met Raz. I met. A lot of more motherfuckers. The first day I went, I this is at a studio. You mean this is at a no? It was at a big ass Unity concert. 
Okay, and so I was being jinxed. Okay, okay, okay. And from that day, it just opened my eyes. It made me feel like, well, damn, shit. So is he is he bringing you just to meet people like kind of? Nah, he bringing me like this my perform? new little artist I'm fucking with right now. Come on, let me show you what's happening. Let's go. I'm just rolling with Jinx. Were you performing that day? Nah, hell nah. Okay, you just kind of never even done a show. Type. Never even done a show yet. Before, yeah. Damn. So this is two albums in, no show. Me. No, 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 no. Okay. Single, and I mean three, three song months. demos. Six months later, an album. But I had already, I hadn't done the album by the time I went up here. That demo alone got me to this here. So that Just point. in three songs got me to fucking with all the people I was fucking with at that time. Exhibit and, 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 and Sir Jinx and shit. Damn, damn, damn. So, so pushing, pushing the tape, are you traveling? Are you moving around? Yeah. How, how the hell is the tape getting around? It's not getting around. I just got it. And when motherfuckers hear it, they like, ooh, I'm fuck with you. That's it. That's it. You the, the, walk, you the walking demo. Yeah, it never came, it never came out. That's when shit, that's when motherfuckers would steal shit and buy shit and record shit. It wasn't so easy to access shit. The homie, you know, you'd make a dub for your homie and shit like that. That's what was going on back then. Wow. And the homies was getting mixtapes. Mixtapes. Mix tapes, yeah. Real mixtapes. Yeah. You yeah. feel yeah. me? And it, it wasn't citywide big. It was just in the turf. So I, so you went to L.A. and just bumped into him type no, shit? No, I went to L.A. by way of Sir Jinx. DJ Jam told us, hooked us up with Sir Jinx. And how told did you, us okay, how did you bump into Jam? I, I didn't bump in the jam. I was already legendary Southeast. Le- it's, it's legendary Southeast shit. I'm not like jam is so, so jam to y'all. Jam is Dooney to Southeast. He's okay, the so Dooney. he's from Southeast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So okay. Dooney's a young Southeast red knucklehead running yeah. around did everything with all the rest of the homies. Got you. Got you. Got you. So so boom. Street ties kind of connect the dots for your music shit exactly. to Most take definitely. it to the next level type shit. Jam was always a DJ that did all the dopest house parties and shit like that in San Diego. DJ Jam was already... DJ Jam is known bigger as the DJ D- Dooney the DJ in the house parties in the 80s mm-hmm. to San Diego more than he's known as Dr. Dre's DJ in Snoop. Wow. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> it's more motherfuckers that know DJ Jam for being DJ Jam San Diego teenage street yeah, on the house party DJ. Yeah, yeah. They know him more of that now than they know that he <coughs> bounced out and fucking Snoop and all that shit. <coughs> That's crazy. Honestly, personally, I just know the mainstream shit. Right. I just know the shit that they have. No, DJ Jam's the number one crackiness old yeah. school. I mean, I wasn't at the parties. It was <coughs> it was a couple years older than me. Okay. But far as those so house he's a, he's party eighties. Much older. Okay. The house party eighties. Okay. Like when it was still house parties yeah, and shit yeah, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope men pull up, yeah, dope yeah. ass cars and dates at the house yeah. party. Before That's not bottle like popping. Like the real house party house type party. shit. Not yeah. bottle popping. That shit wasn't even out and shit. Yeah. At this, this is house party shit. Yeah. Hood yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Black folks was barely all that type of shit. And <laughs> <laughs> then shit, he was a cracking his house party DJ and everybody knew that. That's right. And that's how he got his shit. He was cracking the Dago and hooked up with corrupting them or somebody when they came down for a concert in Dago. Just linked up, chopped it up. They was like, yeah, Jam Raw. Next thing you know, they took him on the road. Boom. Wow. That was, that shit, I was 90 fucking, that might have been like, for then, that might have been like, shit, what? That was early, bro. Maybe 92 or something. So this is actually, okay, so this is somebody before you. Before me. That's making moves, and now you see the homie from the block making the moves and shit like that. Now, are you are you inspired by this? Does this kind of make you go like, oh shit, the homie from the block did this shit? I can do this shit. It's, um, kind of. No, what inspired? Because he was a. So, I, I, we, we wasn't even looking at big, bro. Right. What I saw was when I went to L.A. I saw that with with, with, the, with the jam. Reese had the vision. Black Reese had the vision, okay. and took. We didn't know nothing about doing shit out of San Diego. 
Okay. Reset Division took us to LA and hooked us up with Sir Jinx. And from there, I started learning. Gotcha. gotcha. A few homies went. Black yes. Mikey was one of the homies that went with me on that trip, too. So do you finish the entire uh, the entire Triggeration Station project without even doing a show? Um, Nah. I probably did a show, one show, two shows, but it was fast. It was going fast. And I was making this album while I was basically living with Sir Jinx. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, was yeah. living with Sir Jinx and watching him do his shit, and I'm going to go home and make my little underground. Is he producing for you at this time? Nah, he making records for me, but we didn't use yeah. none of the records. Okay. I wasn't ready right. to him. Right, right. I was. He didn't think I was dope enough. Just kind of learning, getting shit right. He thought I was dope, but yeah. I, I wouldn't rap the way he wanted me to rap. Right. He wanted me to rap like them, but I have my own shit. You know, he. You know, he like the Ice Cube shit in San Diego. We was more E forty. You feel me? But he still felt I had talent. But he wanted me to rap a certain way and ride a beat a particular way, and I never got that. And I didn't get it till like maybe like two thousand and four. Huh. It took a long time till I got how to really rap on the beat the way I'm supposed to rap on the beat. What years uh Trigger Racer Station actually come out? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Like one and two. Two thousand one, two thousand two. That's when you work on it. So shit's moving fast. Shit's moving fast. And then you join uh, Strong Arm Steady. Strong Arm Steady. What year was that? That was like two thousand three, four. So that's boom 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 boom. Yeah. Shit's moving fast as hell. Yeah. So what what year did Strong Arm Steady for? Like Storm, okay, this is this is the Strong Arm Steady. We dropping music and shit like two thousand five, two thousand five. And Strong Arm Steady was a mixtape movie. Who's in Strong Arm Steady? Some motherfuckers know who the hell is actually in Mitchie Strong Arm Steady. Mitchie Strong Arm Steady is Mitchie Slick. Was at the time Exhibit no longer. Okay. Crime Don, Feel the Agony, Defara, Razzcast, Planet Asia, um, um. Chocolate Tie, um, 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 DJ Khalil, the list goes on. Deep, deep okay. as fuck. Deep crew. So it's, it's, it was like a crew off the Liquid Crew. Movement. It was a mixtape crew off of the Liquid Crew. Shout okay. out to my Liquid Crew niggas, Tash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? J Ro, Swift. That's right. That's right. So and it was a mixtape crew because then we seen how they was doing it on the East Coast. How Fifty and them was doing it. Dropping them goddamn mixtapes, we started going in. Right. And if you go do the homework on Strong Arm Steady mixtape, that's when you will find out what we really are. Who comes up with that name? Um, not me. <laughs> so so we like, hey, you you a part of this shit, Mitchie, or are you like? They, no, we, they just start making the Strong Arm Steady mixtapes. Got gotcha. you. And gotcha. everybody, it, it basically just saying that we strong, and we continue with a regular. Regular, re- regular pace. Right, it's right. no slowing down. We steady. We keep it consistent. That's right. That's we, right. we keep, we keep smashing and beating on that shit consistently. So when you hear the music, that's what you hear. You don't hear no falling off. Ag slick. So later on, the deal start coming up. Everybody kind of was linked in, had solo shit, and exhibit took me, Cronfield on the road as a strong arm steady. The game. Boom. And there goes, you know, what I'm saying, got a couple deals, little shits here and there. Is this what you beat? Uh, is this when you beat uh, guys? Uh, well, actually, it was deals on the table. Exhibit was fucking with uh, Rifkin over there loud. Rifkin wanted to give us some bread. The game was just changing where the deals were starting to get short. And Exhibit didn't want to go for a deal that we was ready to take. We was ready to get some cake. Like, I think it was like a million dollars on the table. Oh, shit. And they didn't is, take it. This is the million dollars for the whole group? Yeah, for the whole group. And exhibit and take it. 
the exhibit was cracking at the time. But it was right at the turning point of where the deals start. And digital, when digital came out, that's when the deals start getting smaller. Let's let's just put this in in, in a in, in the mindset. This is a this is around pimp my right times. This is exactly right around the start of pimp my right time. Right, exactly. So, so therefore, he's eating. He's, he's already boss. He's already doing something right. Else. Yeah, he's riding around in in in, in big Benzes. Right, and I was too. You know, I pull up whatever he get. I Bentley's, I Bentley too. Whatever right. he get, I right. you know too. Right. You know what I'm saying I'm not making a dime off none of this shit. Right, but I got. I'm looking the part. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That's right. That's but right. if I'd have been spending my money on different shit instead of that bullshit, then I would have been building a business. I was building a name and a brand. But you know, that's what I was on at the time, nigga, Young Street, nigga, and I was fucking with the rap nigga. So it was, it was, it was new to me, and I was learning as I went. So, so let's talk. Let's talk about. Uh, learning experience and, and, and being on the road and shit like that. Is there anything that you learned on the road that, that's a lot different than rocking at home that's a little bit different when you rock on yeah, the road? Yeah, you're rocking for people that don't know English, so you gotta know how to rock there. Yeah. And that game is to be sold, not told. When you when you, when you when you can get over there and do that and learn it, then I get that game, but I'm not just giving that game out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't it's a certain way you rock a show when they don't know English. Right. And, and when you go to certain countries, they just into hip-hop. As long as you're giving a great performance, they can hear certain shit and know certain shit. I give them that much, so they're not that clueless on what you're saying. But it's a, it's certain shit they don't know too. And you be saying that shit over here, and they don't know that shit. Have you ever been to another country doesn't know English but saying your words? That's every country you went to. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Fuck yeah, I just came back right now, and that's what's going on. Where did we just come back from? Uh, fucking uh, Prague. Prague, which is in that's in uh Czech, like Czech Republic. I was Czech at Czechoslovakia. Czech Republic. Czech I was Republic. at hip hop camp. Okay. It's actually hip hop camp. It's like thirty thousand. Oh wow! I saw that. I saw the picture of it. Right. Looked like a, a big ass warehouse or something like that, or like a yeah, like a like it was a six, air, it was, airport, it was, like a plane thing hangar. or something. Hang, yeah, that's they what it looks like. They had two hangers that hold about three or four thousand. Yeah. We was in the we was in those, and then they had the big stage, and all day long, all the people was just going around all the stages, like six so was, stages. It was a festival. Festival for sure. Okay. The biggest, okay. I think it's supposed to be the biggest European hip hop festival. This is like a South by Southwest type of thing, but out there. No, okay. this is like a fucking Coachella. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. All day, all night type shit for three, four days. Wow. And they all out there t- camping out in tents. What's the What's the latest What's the latest set you've had? I don't rock five to six in the morning. Five six in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy, and it's popping. Lit. <laughs> it's popping out Lit. there. Ain't nobody going to sleep. Shit. That's right. They just woke up. They went and rested for an hour and three. You feel me? They smoking weed out there? What? Hell yeah. It's, like some motherfucker. Okay, so it's not it's not like one of them states you No, nah, no, nah, they got they, weed bars and everything. You can go to the bars. Okay. They got yeah. all that no fly. That's right. That's right. I know some of them, <coughs> some of them countries is a no fly zone. Man, believe. That's crazy. Yeah, I learned that. I, that's what I do over the Strong Arm Steady, though. Shout out to Exhibit for that. The Strong Arm Steady for that. So, they got me out the country. They got me around the world. So what year does Wrong Kind form? Wrong Kind started way back though. Wrong Kind was already started back when we put out Trigger Station. Okay. So Wrong Kind was started at the same time, but I was just that was my San Diego movement, and the LA homies adopted me to their movement. Gotcha. So I still have Wrong Kind records, but I know how to play my position. Sometimes motherfuckers want to put their shit to the forefront. Not at the time I had to put my shit to the back burner and go fuck with Strong Arm City. So so we, we touched on basis who Strong Arm City was. Let's talk about who Wrong Kind was at this time. At I know time. I know it's it's huge now. It's, it's right, a bigger right, right. thing now, but back in these days who's 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 Wrong Kind now? Or then um, um it was we had a lot of artists bro. So at the time um I was working with an artist in San Diego named Tiny Do. 
people know Tony do with the work we did. Yeah. And then um He was Ron Kai. Okay. Yeah. And then um you know, Ron Kai was, 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 was made up of a few in the beginning, Black Mikey, Damu, I made it for everybody, bro. The fucking um fucking um Emerald Hill homies I had Molly from Emerald Hills, Vayball. I was just taking all the everybody, all the dope rappers from San Diego. Did you paint the one pack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Me okay. and Sir Jinx and Breeze. Okay. And Sean Dees was even there at the time too. So okay. Sean Dees, it got wrong kind of English, but he was there from the beginning. Okay, okay. No, so we was all there together, working together. Sir Jinx brought a lot of people together. I met a lot of people fucking with Sir Jinx out there at his at his studio. He's almost like he's almost like the bridge to, to a lot of people. What? No, he's the original bridge to damn near everything on the West Coast of the fourth generation. Right. Like everybody, you had to go through Sir Jinx. Yes. Corrupt, badass, spotted low. He was like, born. Everybody, they go through Jinx. Jinx was the, the, the nigga that's cracking but still young in the streets. Right. With the studio. Right. Everybody come through there. If you hot, you get on these records over here. Right. If right. you ain't hot, he ain't going to keep you on. He won't come off. That's crazy. You want to get a little deal or something and you don't? Sir Jinx, the nigga can't go get you a deal. He's, you know, was just having in relationships with the big labels in LA. I mean, come on, man. Let's jump into this million dollar deal on the table. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to do a million dollar deal on the mm-hmm. table. You kind of pissed about that? Am I pissed about it? Yeah, yeah. you're kind of like, what the nah, fuck? I didn't like, I did, nah, I didn't know what that meant. I figured that he was doing the right thing. We might have even was doing the right thing. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know shit. Right. I'm with them. I'm only here. I'm only here because they had let me be here. Right. I'm a San Diego nigga. I don't know nothing about none of this shit. Right. right. So I couldn't be tripping. A million dollars. What did that mean? That means I was gonna get what? What? Some. 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 Some out of some. Yeah. Was I gonna get three hundred thousand dollars? Right. Cash. Right. Who knows how it works? No. I wasn't gonna. No. I, that that I, I'm guessing that was gonna go to. The production of our album, and then we probably got the advance or something like that. So, so Talib, uh, Talib came later. Talib came like, oh, like seven or something like that. This is real fucking quick. This is 2000, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, and then 2007, seven, eight, eight is yep, Talib yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. But, 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 but you got to realize 2007 was Muggs. That's when I put up and we'll sign the Angeles Records. Oh, okay. Chase, shout out to Chase Infinite. Chase Infinite is an ASAP Rocky manager right now. Chase Infinite believed in me and wanted me to be the first artist on his label with him and DJ Muggs. DJ Muggs, Cypress Hill, DJ Muggs. Exactly. DJ Cypress Hill, millions of records. Hardly nobody in the West Coast other than Dre sold more millions of records, DJ Muggs. Yeah. So, so not a lot of people know about that, so let's talk about that little period of time. How did, how did, how did you come across Bugs who was at a Chase Infinite James was a member of the crew okay. Chase Infinite was a member of Strong Arm Steady and Chase Infinite is close friends with Muggs and they started a label Angelus Records me and um Jizza was the first artist on the label who? Jizza Wu-Tang really? yeah my nigga my nigga wow yeah that's crazy as shit yeah me and Jizza was on that label and they put our records out and they was an independent label but they really didn't know how to work independent time because they had just came on major only major deals but it was cool they worked it we put an album out some people say it's a street classic urban survival syndrome that's like 2007 yeah, yeah in 2008 yeah. that's when then me and messy mark hooked up and put out that the album we got that's right so this shit is so so messy that's right so now you and messy mark do a track is that how an album or, or no 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 yeah, yeah. The, i remember that it's got the black cover right uh so do you do uh is this how you link up with DJ 
DJ Fresh. No. No, no, no. I fuck. I hook up with DJ Fresh by fucking with all the new young cats in the Bay. When I was up there in the Bay in like 2010 or 9, I was up there fucking around, making my moves, getting around, and just being in the Bay, grinding and shit. And I was in the middle of that time where uh, that new open movement started coming. The Hyphy. No, after Hyphy. After Hyphy. Like when when the mob figures start smashing with the mixtapes and shit. And then um, you start getting Jay Stylins and your Filthy Rich and Shady Nades and oh, the, the, this D Live Wire movement. Live Wire movement. That's okay. when I was in the bay fucking with the Live Wire movement. And I started going over there because I was fucking with the hieroglyphic homies, Souls of Mischief. Because I had just came off a tour with Souls of Mischief and all of them come from up under their shit. Right. All right. them is baby souls of mischief. All the street thug right. out, shoot them up, right. bang bang. They're all hieroglyphic movies. He said they're all baby, baby I mean, souls of mischief. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's so right. me being at they lab and just being at that time, meeting fresh, seeing what's going on, working with the demolition men, being in the studio with the demolition men. That's who hooked me up with a lot of the those DJs. Are like, yeah, those guys. DJ, yeah. Of those guys. Yeah, we did a tape together. That's what that's what we did. We did Lost in the Yay together. The whole day out, my God, with all them cats on the album. Everybody I name. That's crazy. So, so boom, you're out there. Man, you just fucking wiggling. So now you're all the way up in Northern California wiggling and shit like this. Yeah. Now, now at any point, at any point in this time, I don't want to say you're starstruck or anything like that, but is there any point in time where between this, these, these years that we've covered that you're like, damn, I just did that or damn, I just met him or Nah, because I never him. felt like everything I wanted to happen never really Popped off like that. Like that. Okay. I ain't gonna lie, I don't front. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and it's a lot because I was just by myself wiggling most of this time. Mm-hmm. If I'd have had like a movement or was connected to some entity that was business or no, nah, I'm just thugging through this shit. Right. It ain't no agency, it ain't no management, it ain't none of that shit. So I wasn't really able to capitalize off of all the opportunities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't did videos at this time like two thousand what? Eight, nine, shit I'm Shit, me and Lil, Lil Wayne and, and Menace did, yeah. did one blood. I'm busting moves. I'm doing shit. Right. But I don't got no, I'm just by myself. Right. I ain't nobody hooking that shit up. That's just homie shit. Right. right. You feel me? I didn't really get to fully capitalize off the shit because I know what the fuck I was doing. I was just trying to be an artist. So even even let's talk about that feature. So so you get the call or whatever that you know you want to get on the track or something like that. It's me and Menace first. Menace, my homeboy. I fuck with Menace. Um, I was introduced to Menace from through Gang, mm-hmm. and we just start doing shit, working, doing songs together and shit. And then, um, you know, that shit had took place where uh, I think Tiger had got his chain took, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that forty Glock shit start going on with mm-hmm. Menace in there. I remember that. I remember and uh, Menace end up getting the chain back, and Weezy fuck with Menace for that. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Just on the strength of that, was like, oh, okay. I fucked with real, real nigga shit, yeah. and we did the song all together, and did the video too, and then Weezy went to jail. So even at that point in time, at that point in time, that we, I was, I ain't gonna lie, that's something I was like, okay, this is jumbo, but then you know, you still gotta have your business lined up to capitalize. Right, right. I was just about to say that because that's at that time the biggest fucking artist probably yeah. in the rap game. In the rap game. Like, at that time Yeah Because sure. there was nobody Doing more albums More records he was More jail, features That was Lil Wayne was big He was huge yeah. He was huge So 
But remember, this ain't social media time yet, bro. No, 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 no. It ain't even social no, no, media Instagram, time. No this ain't nothing. We're not really being able to no, yeah. in, independently capitalize off of these things. Right. You right. know, it's no way to grab onto this. You can't hold this. It's just going. Right. It's just in the atmosphere. You right. know what I'm saying? It's not like you can... It's not coming up on views and you getting the view counts. It was on YouTube and all that shit was out, but motherfuckers wouldn't make... Niggas didn't even know how to make money off YouTube at the time. So you don't have to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it. Um, a lot of people probably think when a song like that comes together that there's money being transferred or I'm paying you or you paying him or he's paying him or I'm getting paid this or anything like that. With a song like that and that big of a record, is anybody getting paid or is a homie love or somebody breaking bread? Is the record label taking care of that? You don't know what's going on? Well, you know, what that is is depending on how big you are in a case like that on the way that record got put together. For me, the payment would be the opportunity to be seen on that, on that, on that level. Okay. At, you know, for somebody else, it might have worked a different way. Right. But that's what it was, and that's how it went. So no money that you know of was I didn't get no bread. No money was I didn't exchanged. get no bread for okay. that. Okay. I got features after I did it. Right, <laughs> bread. right, 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 right. My right. feature game went up. You motherfucking. <laughs> went you up, feel me? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's how that go. Um, so, so, but, but at at that time, that was maybe the only time that you were like, hey, that's kind of cool working with this guy. No. It was some other shit. It was some other motherfuckers I really liked working with. So who was the who was the, the artist that you were like, damn, I just did a track with this guy. Gladys Knight. Gladys fucking Knight. Gladys Knight. Now you got to work with, with Gladys Knight? Like in a studio Gladys Knight? Or how did that work? How, how was that? How did that come about? Gladys Knight is my aunt by marriage. Oh, wow. So, no, we at the house. Call me up, fly me up, do the song. Get a crack in there for the whole aspect of it. They let me do a lot of things with the uh, with the, a lot of the music that come out of Gladys Knight Camp as far as uh, A&R shit and all type of shit right now. Production, I bring a lot of my producers and stuff in to get fresh ears and stuff on music for a lot of stuff Gladys Knight got even going on right now. You know what I mean? Auntie. So, yeah, in the studio, we got the video. Out. I mean, we done, I mean, we performed on Queen Latifah show, all the shit. You feel right, me? Right, right. You didn't know that? I, I, I ain't shit. Oh, no, I ain't shit, shit man. I ain't, I ain't that Nardbar motherfucker. Oh, you know that Nardbar motherfucker. Know everything. Yeah, I ain't. Yeah, but I these ain't things know. right here, though, <laughs> these are jumbo. Hey, things. but these, you know what? These are big because oh, I, right. I, I promise these you. These are I'm, things that no rap nigga that you thought was the best rapper ever did. I promise. I, yeah. I, I promise you. I'm not the only motherfucker who didn't know this man. shit. I promise you that. But the so, thing, you, it's a lot of shit you don't be knowing though. No, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But you know what? I, I gotta, I gotta. I gotta always ask. Yeah, now and make now sure I understand why you, know you be saying? talking to me like I ain't God sometimes. <laughs> I get it now. I get it. No, you okay. didn't get these so let, bars. Me, let me let me ask let me ask this then. Let me even go back. I know I'll be everywhere with this shit. That's why it's the random podcast. I don't have no no kind of platform or, or, or format for this shit. Yeah. But what uh what got you influenced to even do the music? Was what was there something in just music period? Yeah, was there something in your family that did nah, it before? Nah, we wanted the same reason every other banged out little young gang banger uh, a nigga wanted to rap. He wanted to represent his hood yeah. and, 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 and talk shit to the other neighborhood. That's what we all this shit for. This is it? Oh, this is it on, on the shit? Oh, oh man, shit! This guy right here. This guy right here. Oh. Alright, man, y'all can't see this shit, but this is literally the shit live. Right here yeah. on the Queen Latifah show. Y'all probably don't remember Queen Latifah had a show, but she was popping. This shit was popping. Queen Latifah show was cracking. Oh, Winfrey. Fucking Queen Latifah show. 
That's so crazy, bro. So, so you said you said this is a this is an aunt aunt in law or what is this? No, aunt aunt Gladys auntie. What's aunt. up, baby? Okay, so Michi, yeah, my is this is this, yeah. is this yeah. maybe an influence to do the music? Like she, no, no, she's no, doing no, it, no. it. No, no, no. My influence came from wanting to represent my neighborhood to the rest of the neighborhoods in my town. That's straight up that. But I never really wanted to do it in front of people if I wasn't gonna get no money for it. Was there uh was there a, a rapper from the hood or anybody that you were like oh, yeah Green like, Eyes and Gangsta Earn for sure boom so these were guys maybe that you were like shit these motherfuckers is hard and they weapon and Black like Mike so I want to do this shit too these guys maybe maybe influenced I maybe? just thought they was dope okay they didn't make me want to rap okay but I, I never thought about rap when I seen them I just thought they was dope but for sure that's what I was listening to that that's right mm-hmm. so. Just different now, like I said, you know what I'm saying earlier that the there's SoundCloud now. YouTube is dumb popping now. We got a hundred thousand videos being uploaded a fucking day on YouTube. It's crazy. That's a, it's it's getting hard to see, you know what I'm saying? And and it's catch twenty two because now the technology is so dope that there's a hundred thousand people uploading shit and now it's kind of harder to get seen because of how much is getting uploaded. But how do you feel about where you started from a fucking tape? To where we're at today, where there is no CDs, and people want to. It's fucked digital. up because now anybody can make music, and it was a time when you had to be official and authentic. You had to be official and authentic to even come outside and promote your shit. Right. And now it's like anybody can do this shit. Nigga could not even come out the house and be a cracking rapper. So, with that, we live in an age now to where SoundCloud rappers are popping. These motherfuckers aren't even aren't even doing this shit like like protocol, I guess would be the, the name or something. But they're putting this shit out for free, and it's getting heard, and it's getting to a certain point. What do you what do you think about these? Do you put these SoundCloud rappers in the same category as you put these uh, protocol rappers? that do the things in protocol or is it just everything everything's so meshed now it is what it is and music what it is and everybody's an artist it just is what it is what's your what's your take on that I don't it is what it is you just gotta accept it and move with it bro yeah I got I got yep yep okay alright well shit what, uh, what's your uh, what's your motherfucking social media uh Mitchie Slick Wrong Kind which is like wrong kind. That's uh, okay. Real quick, all these social medias. Uh, all you gotta do is Google my shit. Just Google Mitchy Slick. My Instagram is Mitchy Slick Wrong Kind, and my Facebook be jumping too. It's just regular Mitchy Slick. I got OG Mitchy Slick. All that shit's me. All right, one more time. M I T C H Y S L I C K. All right, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, with all the uh, the, the 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 platforms and shit, what's one that somebody can actually get a hold of you on? Which one are you actually on? You on Facebook? You on Twitter? You yeah, on I'm Instagram? on all that shit. You on all of them? Hell yeah. You really on all of them? Fuck yeah. Okay. Who ain't? Well, I'm just saying, I'll be on Twitter like every four days. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, I do be on Twitter every four days. But I'm on Instagram every day. So who hooks this up? Is this like, 
you make a phone call to Auntie like, hey, I want to do a track with you, or does she call you like? They call me. I want to do a track with you. They call me. Yeah. For sure. Come on, I ain't got the. <laughs> I, I ain't got the motherfucking juice to call her. You think I can call her and tell her to do that? <laughs> Shit, that's gonna be all her play, bro. That's right. That's right. Alright man, I'm gonna edit this shit. I appreciate your life. What's up, bro? I gotta get the fuck off. I'm trying to sneak in this bitch. I stand still for no one. I understand. This is, of all the people, though, this is the one which you like. Damn, that's pretty dope. Right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm gonna fuck with them all, bro. From Dilla to P Rock. I know. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and to, everybody, this is the one. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, people she don't. the dopest shit ever. It's almost impossible to know how much you've worked because of how much you've worked. You've done so much and done so much so fast. You know what I'm saying? It ain't seen fast, buddy. It ain't seen fast. It ain't, <laughs> it ain't seen fast. fast to you because you've been involved doing it. But if you listen to the timeline, it was fast as shit. It goes every two years, something crazy big is happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of people screw up, something big happens every five or ten years. Not every other fucking year for mm-hmm. ten years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty good. Do we get a plaque for this in period?